This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom. But has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix May 16th. Hello and welcome back to the You Up podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Free. Jordana, it's always a pleasure to be back with you virtually. How are you? What's going on? How's your day? My day is good. My week's pretty pretty good. It's busy, but it's good. Um, how, we got Halloween coming up, which I... Halloween, I, Halloween. The, I, I would say this is the... This is a saddest. great night. <laughs> oh, saddest. I'm, I'm I feel like it's the like, saddest. I feel like it's the saddest Halloween for because like. Oh yeah, this specific Halloween, COVID yeah. Halloween, seems like it's um not enjoy. You know, a lot of pressure to like. Do we do nothing? Do we do something? Is someone gonna get mad at us for doing something? Um, right. is what's the number on the group? Should we keep it at ten? Who's that eleventh person? You got a sad. You know, sad woman dressed as a pumpkin just stuck outside because their friends were like, you're the 11th. Like, how do you... It's a lot of interpersonal things. Beyond that, it's a a lot of interpersonal things for dating and relationships, right? It definitely is. I feel like it's like a... It's an interest. I mean, it's not as big as like some other holidays, obviously, for... If you're talking about beware of like anniversaries, birthdays, holidays. I wouldn't know if I'd put Halloween as like a prime breakup time. Well, would I wouldn't. I, I would say it's a prime messaging time because okay. Halloween is a hookup night. So if you're still in the hookup world, Halloween is like opportunity to get weird. Like men, almost love, like New Year's. It's New Year's. I think it's better than New Year's. I think uh, inhibition is lo- is lost or what? What's the right Lower. wording? Lower inhibition. Like, people are like, and especially during these times. So, like, you know, with COVID and quarantine and comfortability levels, like, if you're a person that's, like, out on Halloween, I would assume, and this might not be the right assumption, but there is some sort of, like, vibe of, like, you're a crazy person. Like, you're down. Right. Right? Yeah. I mean, if if you can find somewhere to go go out, I don't know, like, that's the thing. I mean, like, obviously, like, I think we bring new things to the table, having been both single for a long time mm-hmm. and been in lo- currently in long term relationships, the both of us. Yeah. But it is hard to say what people are doing in this specific world in the dating scene. So, like, I don't know. What, it, what are you doing if you're single well, this year? Well, I would assume, and this is just, like, here's what I would assume. It's going to be very prohibition style okay. like we're gonna have uh you know keep it not close. a lot on social media not a lot on social media i that's how i would operate as a i think like if you're 20 to like 23 maybe you're not out you're like who gives a fuck i don't care about anybody's opinions right. <laughs> fuck off but i think there's this like thing right now where people are tiptoeing around each other and you see it with dating you see it with just generally like you know as sad as this sounds, I think more people are afraid of the social stuff than they are of the disease. 
I like as kind, I kind of agree, yeah. Right? So like there you know, a time like Halloween, you know, everyone's antennas are a little bit more up. The people that watch people are watching harder. The people that go out are going out harder. Like if you're someone right. that went out a weekend before Halloween, you're definitely someone that goes out on, on Halloween. So I would assume and again, they say that like the worst And it's type on a Saturday of, this year. It's a Saturday. I, and they also say the worst type of events for spreading is like social events where everyone's close. So that's like, you know, which sounds like an excuse someone would give to not go home for Thanksgiving. What would you do on Halloween? Like, what are you, are you guys planning anything? Are you going to do anything together, you and Mike? We don't have any plans, really. For Hall, I mean, like, I, here's the thing: it's kind of a pain in the ass to dress up, and but if but if there's like a cool event going on, I'm like motivated mm. to do it. But I'm, not, I mean, maybe and just maybe just in my circle of friends, I don't know anything going on. Do you? Or, what, I mean, are you doing a show? What I'll be doing? doing shows, which seems like a good solution because at least you know everyone is seated, and everyone yeah. is seated six feet apart, and like you know, you, there's no mingling. They walk you in separated you walk out separated and we can kind of like do you know i'll be in if uh, for if, if people wanted to see a socially distanced show kansas city missouri charlotte north carolina just added to the calendar charlotte north carolina and hasbrook heights new jersey at oh, awesome. jaredfree.com jaredfree.com so i i i think a comedy show is a good solution to that part like where are you going to be seated where i would are you definitely be- do that if that if that were a new york option which i don't think it is. New York is uh, unless yeah, there's a light on shows. Thing. I feel like very uncool now too because I haven't even. No one's even told me about the things that I can can decide to say no to. Like I haven't Let- been, in, been invited <laughs> to the secret parties that like I shouldn't be going to. I can promise <laughs> you. <laughs> yes, yeah, loser. <laughs> um, what I mean, like, yeah. I would like at least like the chance to decline the invitation because of my comfort level, but no one is even extending it to me. I'll shoot you a text about some some stuff going on. Like, I, I mean, there are, I mean, listen, before COVID, there were bars that would stay open all night long. Like, I've been at those bars where it's like, they'll be open cash only past a certain hour. And you're like, I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I'm here right now. Like, there was moments like that. Um, but, so I can promise you that's happening in New York. I don't know. If someone on Halloween in New York, if you want to go get dinner at the cellar, the comedy cellar is doing dinner at 730 every night. Dinner. Get some good food. Get some dinner. And uh, I'll repeat the word dinner and go get, uh, you know, they might maybe some people will get up and say a few things. Who knows? So the comedy cellar is doing some stuff at 730 every night. Um, But I would say I do think people are going to do these small things where Let's look at the opportunity for relationships. Again, going back right. to what I was saying before, the Halloween is a thing where it's like, if you're like semi-hooking up with someone, you're wondering where they stand. If they don't spend Halloween with you, you're not hooking up. You, you hooked up. Right. That would have been, been a good thing to know back in the day. Right? Uh. I, <laughs> like it, but the, the, the thing is, it's, here's the choice. Right. Uh, Find you know, new the, the, people to hook up with. Or hook up with the person that you have been hooking up with. Exactly. That's the choice. So, and on a night when people, you have to beware of the night that everyone's going out. Like if you're dating someone who goes out on a Sunday night, there's not, there's just less people. There's less people that are out to like get weird. There's no get weird night that's as big as Halloween. Right. 
do, I wonder, do you feel like there's any merit in like dating the, I don't want to call him hypochondriac because it is a real threat, but I feel like there are some guys who are like a little bit more cautious and it might be yeah. good to like find those guys because they're not probably like in that, in that mode. Like I feel Absolutely. like there might be a better person to seek out if you're looking for a relationship to find the guys who are like a little more scared of getting sick. Yeah, because you know you know what it is, and we've said this since the beginning of this whole craziness is, look at the show. The, the show Love is Blind is a perfect example of what you're getting with a lot of people you're dating. If someone's more cautious, then they're going to be more. That if the if you know doing Zoom dates and doing all of those dates that are COVID related are actually the best way to get to know someone. Right. And if they if they opt out of that, I mean, it is a little hilarious to think that like saying no to a covid style date is basically being like, get to know them without maybe fucking. Right. What are, What's what do we do? What's, What's the, the point? point? <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, if someone's letting you know who they are. And, and again, like if you're, as you said, like an anxious dater, like I'm not saying these are kind of like um, these are like uh, like mar markers on on the race towards getting together. Right. It's and a it's a tough time to be like a fuck boy who's also a hypochondriac. Yeah, they, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. It's a tough time to be those two yeah. people. <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of virtual sexting and yeah, it's it's. Um, yeah, it's a tough time. And and again, like if we want to look on the side of positivity, okay, the person you're seeing or have hooked up with, if they're down for Halloween, then they've chosen you instead of random, okay? Um, and also, if you have friends that are doing like a couple's night and doing like a get-together prohibition style at their apartment – they're going to invite friends. You basically are there with the wedding party. The wedding is the best place to, is to meet someone because it's like a pre-vetted it's a, a pre-vetted situation that that person didn't have to make a lot of effort to make happen. They've already invited both of you to the wedding, so if you you know, now you've been introduced via the wedding. You could right. be introduced via the you know, prohibition style Halloween party. For sure. In some ways this might be a you should stay safe by the way. We have to say that. Of um. course, I, listen, this is all within the reasonability of however you're dealing with the uh, dealing with these times. I'm not telling anyone they should. I'm not telling anyone they, you know, I, I again, we all want to stay as safe as possible and keep our friends and family safe. But I'm just saying that there is a large gray area that we're all trying to work in um, right. where generally most people are just trying to live life while these things are going on in a respectful way. Right. In a semi-normal, respectful way. Um, yeah. No, I, I agree. I think this could be better just because, again, like you said, like people are pre-vetted. The events are smaller. There's not like a million people. It's like you're at a concert or yes. like a huge rave where there's just like a million people around. Like it's a much more into anything that is going on, I assume, will be more intimate than it has been in the past. Well, it's the perfect combination of intimate and casual. That's and a lot of guys want that. A lot of guys are like, I want to go to the party 
where everyone's dressed a little bit sexier than they normally would have. Everyone's kind of in costume. It's Halloween, so anything can happen. Oh, sure. Maybe we, you know, I slip a number to someone. We touch a leg. They touch the small of my back. Like, and then it's like, uh, and, and it, I think a lot of people like the out of, it was Halloween. You always have that in your back pocket. So it's a good time to like meet someone who isn't really on the hunt for a boyfriend, girlfriend. Right. I could agree with that. Right. So I, yeah. I don't know. It's, um, I'm a huge Halloween fan from the, from the aspect of it. it. It gets people who aren't usually out of their normal Friday night. I do this Saturday. Night I do this Sunday. Night I do this into a different situation. And when it's different, that's when you get to meet people. That's when you get to meet new people. It's not just your regular, you know, oh, those are the guys we went to college with and their high school friends and their work friends. No, these are, you get, you always get face to face with a new group, but it's also new problems. I, I mean, as we have here, we have an email about this, right? Yeah, I think this is a, this is a pretty good one. I, I'm going to dress up this Halloween. What are you dressing up as? I dress up every Halloween. I, I won't or reveal it. a secret? It. Okay. It's not a secret. I haven't purchased it yet. It's going to get rushed delivered now at this point, but I'm going to purchase today. It is going on my list. I can't right wait to find I out what dress, it is. Well, I always dress as something that is could be recognized by a child, as weird as that sounds. So, so it's like not I, like super highbrow. No, never. I, <laughs> okay. I want to stay in brand. I'm going um, as Kamala Harris. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. That's not. Gonna, I'm going to be a pea pod or a banana or okay. a um, or a lion or a crab. Yeah, I, all those things. Anything like a toddler could go. Look, a, a lobster. You know. Right. You're not going as COVID nineteen. No. Got I it. Remember yeah. we made fun of the way that they were. You think you made fun of it the way they were, they were like showing it on screen. I was so I was, I'm so sick of seeing the the cartoon of COVID nineteen. I yeah. I yeah I've made fun of it already. It's just I I can't look at that ball that looks like a you know the ball that sticks to the wall with the yeah. suctions on it or anymore. Like the weird massage back massager because it has like yeah. the things in it. Yeah, it's like I I get it. It's serious. I don't need to see the scary ball staring at me you You guys know i'm a huge fan of skims and with warmer weather coming up i recently tried out one of their t-shirts skims makes the best basics and foundations so it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee i've ever worn finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge whether it's the fit or the quality but with skims they make the most flattering shirts for everyone honestly i love pretty much everything skims makes but i really love their t-shirts they're like form-fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother i have the soft smoothing seamless t-shirt in onyx it has amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down and you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble and it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com now available in sizes extra extra small to 4x if you haven't yet be sure to let them know i sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows 50 high school senior girls descend on mobile alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize it isn't survivor it's one of america's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls 
It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oleayi was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she's returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I'll read this listener's email because it's great and we'll go over it. Hi, J&J, longtime listener and fan. I've been talking to my friend's roommate for about three to four months now, which honestly is already a sticky situation in itself. Okay. They have been friends since middle school, both 28 now, but recently moved in together. They haven't lived in the same town since, since high school either. Sometimes both of them do things that lead me to believe that he, let's call him Mike, might have, might have feelings for my friend. Let's call her Jane. I don't think that Jane feels that way about Mike, but I do think she likes the attention he gives her. For example, she sent me a risque snap before and also sent it to him, which made the guy she was seeing uncomfortable. He's also commented on her looks to me before. The reason this, I'm so reaching how out. Do you, how do you feel about this so far? The, so I, let's we'll get to the second the issue, but there's our, she already has an issue. Her, right. It's his roommate who's a high school friend where it seems like they have a flirtatious relationship, but again, they're roommates. So what do you right. think? Like if you were dating someone like this, how would you feel about it? I think it would make me a little uncomfortable. I can totally see that where mm. I'd be like, this seems like a very intimate friendship with someone of the opposite sex that like, I can't fully explain if I can't explain why they're not together. That kind of gives well, me I guess a little bit of a pause. I, 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 I'll, I'll play devil's advocate, which everyone hates a devil's advocate, but I, I will say I'm with you a hundred percent that like, I need a reason for their friendship. This mm -hmm. one does have a reason. They're high school friends. They've known each other since middle friends school. High school friends is not a... But why... Okay, so why haven't, aren't they dating, though? I'm saying, like, I get a reason for their friendship. I understand yeah. why they're friends. I don't understand why they're not dating. I'd have to know why they weren't dating. Because it's like... What would be what would be the answer to that question? Because, again, we're, we're delving into territory of, like, can men and women be friends? Like, right. the, the idea of, like... And I do believe they could be friends. I have a lot of female friends. You are a female friend to me. So right. I... So... If we were to answer why aren't we dating, I don't understand how to answer that question in a like. Okay, do you know what I mean? Like, I how would I even answer that question? Like, because well, we could say because we're dating other people. Because, uh, like, do you know what I mean? And that's, sure, that's, I, I, that, that's the obvious answer. That's the that, first, <laughs> first and foremost, obvious answer. And of then, course, right. But uh, sorry to interrupt. But like, we're dating other people isn't the reason. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's not like. Like, but we don't live together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm saying like, in, in that world, we if we weren't dating other people, we would be dating and not having a podcast together. Like, I don't believe that. Mm -hmm. You don't believe that, right? Like, I, I right. right we, no, I, we, I see what so, you're saying, but I'm <laughs> saying there could be like a whole host of reasons why you can't, why you wouldn't date someone. Sure, I, I I'm just saying these conversations. The why aren't they dating? That's a very difficult and. Uh, sometimes uncomfortable conversation to have between male female friends like it's not difficult because between us because we talk about these things you know so so 
I would understand that, like, does she have to go to him and say, like, does she have to go to her boy or the guy she's seeing and be like, why aren't you dating? And does he have to go, well, she's, I'm not attracted to her. I, I Does he have to say, like, I mean, what on the list <laughs> of answers, What I, I'm wondering, I think this is a fair question. I'm not attracted to her would be the best mm. answer. Okay. I would say, like, I, you know, like, she's great. I, like, really love hanging out with her. I'm not, I'm personally not attracted to her. Mm. One. Sometimes, I mean, I've, I've also, like, I've known guys who I've, who I've, you know, thought should be dating a certain girl or wondered if, why they're not dating a girl that they're friends with. And, like, here's the answers that I've heard. I'm okay. not attracted to her. Um, she's great, but she's kind of crazy. Okay. Like, that, that's <laughs> what I mean. Like, to me, she that's seems always kinda, a... She, she seems like she'd be, like, a lot to date, like, in terms of, like, dating. Like, she'd be, like, too much in sure. that way, but she's better as a friend. But for this, this would be more alarming to me because he likes her enough to live with her. Mm-hmm. they've been friends for a long time she said he's commented about her looks which means to me i guess i don't know what the comments were but i assume it was something along the lines of um like be- that he finds her attractive yeah i i but, mean i mean and if we at that point the, if, but sorry. at that point i'm sorry to interrupt i i just because i think like beyond the halloween aspect of this this is a, a thing that, like, male-female friendships is a problem for a lot of people where, like, it doesn't feel like there's a good standard answer. I'm not you know? that into, like, very intimate um, male-female friendships for the person that I'm dating that, to me, there's no obvious explanation for why those people wouldn't be dating. Sure. I, 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 I'm with you. <laughs> I... I, I I would always, to me, the re- it's just interesting because to me, the reason of middle school friends is kind of enough. Like, I, I okay. don't need to get more intimate than that. Like, hey, we've known each other since middle school. At this point, it's familial. Like, I could um, understand. I guess, but then you would not be, I assume, like, not find them attractive. Do you have any friends, like, in that category that you don't find attractive? That you find attractive? That you would um, like- no, I, I like I I I I the the word attractive unattractive like is just like I'd be like oh that person's very uh pretty like beautiful it's not it, but it just we're not the match like it, that's just not someone I would date you know like I and that sounds very personal like I, I you know what I mean like doesn't that sound so personal and mean I don't know for me it's kind of like if I like them enough to like have this like intimate friendship with them and I find them attractive like why wouldn't I want to date that person if I want to live with them like yeah, to me I, I just I, I'm just kind of like I don't understand like to me I don't get I don't understand what one could get why if I'm a heterosexual person and there's a guy that is available and attractive any personality I, I like enough to live with them. I'm what not we, really, what is the thing that is keeping me from dating them? I guess that other person dating you. I mean, like that's kind of the well, situation. That's, what, <laughs> that's kind of the situation we're, we're reading right now where it's like, she kind of feels that he's, he would, if she would. Yeah. Well, but sh- okay. So let's keep going. I, I don't know. I like this conversation. I think it's interesting for anyone listening now because everyone yeah. is dealing with like, well, why wouldn't they? And here's you know, the thing. Like someone might, might look at me and say, well, like you just seem pretty insecure, you know, that you couldn't allow someone that you were with to have an intimate friendship with someone of the opposite sex. Like, are you just insecure about like, I'm fine I with think, having I would, friends. 
Sorry. I wouldn't think that of you, but I understand that. I can understand why someone, my someone might come back with that as like a response Mm -hmm. to this. And uh, to that, I say, well, maybe that's true, but like, I don't care. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, everyone has insecure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You're right, bitch. Get the fuck out of my face. (laughs) I, 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 I think everyone has insecurities. It's, it's not fair to put that on someone else without accepting that you would have, everyone would have the same. If Mike met someone at work and he mm-hmm. goes, she's really cool. She's awesome. Where Do you want to do dinner with this girl tonight? She just moved to town, new at work. Would you, and he's like, I, she's, single? I, she's single. She's new to town. She's in my team at work. And she asked me kind of like, she's looking to branch out and meet new people. Do you want to go out to dinner with her like us three? Oh, I would, would do- I would love to attend that with him. I'm yes. more into that than than him going than them, you know, con- getting drinks every night after work or sure. or happy hour or something. If, if if I'm being included, I'm le- I find that to be less of a threatening situation. Of course, that's a, yeah. yeah. So I, I again, these are all levels too. That's why the, like someone saying, "Oh, you're insecure of a female friend." It's got to be done the right way. I think there's also like this like there's a version of class that comes in with someone you're seeing, and that you go. Uh, yeah, we live together and we know each other from middle school. She's kind of hot. Like, that's not very classy. <laughs> you know, like, right. like he knows he has to know what that sounds like. Right. I would expect if I were living with a guy that was my friend that I mentioned that I thought was attractive to the person that I was dating, that they would find that weird. I would I would be surprised if they didn't find that weird to be weird. I, and I would expect a follow up response or even a question. So like when she says he also has commented on her looks before, I would at that point, why are you not asking, hey, so have you hooked up? Why have it? Right. Like, yeah, there, that there is to, a point. that's what I'm saying. That's the yeah. question. But I think the, you've got to ask it, though. You've got to ask it. I, I agree with you. I, I the fact that she doesn't have the answer to that question. They're living that together. I, mean. <laughs> I well, even living together, there's a there is a thing where you go. Oh, they're living together. That must mean... I, I don't know. I would assume living together means that they've shook that part out. I, I don't know. They're like passing Or they've been other. right in front of their eyes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's keep going the email. I'm sorry to keep this... I, I think this is a very interesting topic to a lot of people. And now we're going to get into Halloween town. All right. The reason I'm reaching out is they are throwing a small Halloween get together at their place. Jane is borrowing my old Halloween costume for the party. Again, dressing- small, a small Halloween get together. These are the prohibition style. These are opportunities. I'm telling you to meet people. This is vetted friends. They, you're in the top 10. Yeah, All maybe right. she'll meet a new guy at this event. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Without a female roommate. Right. Uh, so Jane's borrowing my old Halloween costume for the party. She's dressing up as a skeleton because we bought a small decoration skeleton that we set up as elf on the shelf doing funny things as a joke around their apartment. We call the skeleton slim. Uh, when I asked Mike about what he was going as for Halloween, he replied, I'm going with Jane as Slim's parents. They are both dressing up as skeletons together to be parents to the skeleton, which honestly I think is a stupid costume. LOL. I kind of agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds dumb. <laughs> She's yeah. like, I don't like that they have this inside fun joke. Like, what are they going to do? Hey, mom. Hey, dad. The whole night. Oh, I hate when people do the personality of their costume the whole night. Like when they never break character. 
Oh yeah. You That's ever meet those people? Oh, yeah. get out of here. Oh, it's like this is a joke. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, like they're nibbling on an acorn cuz they're a fucking squirrel all night. It's like, "Put the fucking acorn away. And talk to me like a human being." Yeah, okay. Exactly. This whole situation is a little uncomfortable for me and for the guy that Jane is seeing. My question is, how does she know that? I wonder if they're there. Do they have a side chat? It seems um, as though like how yeah, it will she she said it confidently enough to say that they have some sort of correspondence right my question is should i be uncomfortable that the guy i'm seeing is doing a couple's costume with his female friend or should i just trust that it doesn't mean anything is it okay to ask him about it as well sincerely costumeless and confused (laughs) it is funny that she has no she's like so what are you dressing he's like so what are you dressing up as she's like nothing (laughs) like she has i gave my costume away to your mistress right (laughs) well that yeah that to me is just like very weird he's here's what i feel like is going on here okay this girl and also we also we have a picture of slim with a cigarette cigarette in their mouth it's a little skeleton yeah it seems like very much an inside joke between these two people it's very elf and a shelfie yeah um because here's, here's what I gather from the way she describes the situation. I'm not saying it is, but given the information that I've been given, it seems like mm. the, the guy like would, would hook up with this girl, the roommate. Sure. She's not really interested. He's, she's kind of friend-zoned him for all yeah. these years. Um, and she likes the fact that he's like kind of like has this like is, is kind of into her. She's like the guy she, she can uh, go to for this like couple's costume. It's like their thing. And I think a lot of girls kind of like having this like guy on the back burner. That's like a little bit like obsessed with them that they can kind of use for their own self-confidence. Yeah. And she's had it since middle school. She's had this little boost of confidence just waiting for her at every turn that she knows thinks she's hot. Um, the way they got to the costume isn't a is understandable to me to get to defend this how they got here she's like i mean guys are just lazy there's like there's the guy that's too into halloween and then there's the guy that's like so not into halloween that it's annoying um but a lot of guys are like oh there's like there's a group of guys that are like i don't want to put my i don't want to be too vulnerable so i'll just do a thing that came up in front of me so it doesn't look like I tried too hard for Halloween. And it kind of feels like he's doing that where she's like, yeah, I got the skeleton costume from your, the, you know, our, the girl. And he was like, oh, that's a good idea. We'll be Slim's parents. Like it does. But then I even say that out loud and I'm like, it sounds like he's trying to. That's what I'm saying. She's probably into that. Right. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, that's fun. And now she gets a guy who pines for her. In, at home and the guy that she's seeing who's a little bit jealous and she kind of likes that too maybe you know i don't right. know yeah to yeah. me that kind of seems like what's going on and this girl's like oh like she I, mean, I assume her friend was like oh you should go out with whatever she calls him mike like you got like as a way of like oh yeah i don't really care about you know sure. what i mean like i'm not trying and- to date him like you should date him he's great but also like kind of likes that she's still the number one person and she might not see this. She might not see this friend as a threat to her losing this guy. Like right. that, that's the other thing with a roommate. You know how serious a roommate is about their dating life. So she has a front row seat to this guy, and she's like, "Ah, they're hooking up." You know, like it's not. Mm-hmm. While this woman who wrote in is obviously like, 
having some feelings about this. She wants to see this see this thing through and see what it can become, like by the tone of her email. Yeah, that's what so, I'm saying. I but I I don't think it's weird for her to feel uncomfortable, especially given the first thing we talked about, which is that she doesn't know why they're not dating. Yeah, it, I, I I think you're right. I I hate the way she asked this question. Should I be uncomfortable? You can be whatever the fuck you want. Like I, I mm-hmm. I'm like there's no should in this situation. Would I understand your discomfort? Again, I'm with you, Jordana. I understand the discomfort. I think this is all should I just trust that doesn't mean anything? I don't think you should just trust that doesn't mean anything in in any sense. Like right. she again, like like you said, she hasn't asked that question, the important question of like, hey, what's the deal here? Well, yeah, what's okay, so you seem like someone who wouldn't really care if the person you were seeing did this. Right. If Je- if Jess did this, I'd be like She had a guy roommate, she's known him since middle school. I I would be I would have already asked the question, have you two fucked? Like I wouldn't be afraid. <laughs> <laughs> like I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be afraid of that question. I think she's living in fear of the question and the answer that she's going to receive. Even if it's a no, he could give an awkward no that sounds fake and she's like turned off from the relationship and now she's right. like lost this guy. And again, I think the I think more important than have you hooked up is why why don't you want to date this person? Let's say I mean, he, which is a weirder, that's a tougher question to ask. Let's, well, well, this is this is again this is back to the uncomfortable conversation of like why in this scenario. What if he's like, I don't know, we just never worked out. Like, how would you take that? Like, I'm wondering what's the you know what's that's like. Not, where do we fall off the cliff of bad answer? I wouldn't like that answer because to me it's like we just haven't yet, yet. Yeah. To me, I would <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I've seen too many rom coms where this always ends in the two people they look at each other and they you know it's been you the whole time. I, I know, and it's like it, it, to think that that's how it goes is not true. Like both of us know that's not true as far right. as like like this. We we both assume the reality of the situation, which is woman likes attention guy likes girl enough but not enough to take a chance right and is that well it's kind of like is that the guy i want to date the guy who like wants to date this other person but hasn't made a move probably not and i i i <laughs> i would i guess i wouldn't but right. i also what if I, think, I mean if jess was like yeah this guy you know i've it just never really worked out like or like timing but, was never good <laughs> i think the way she asked this question is the wrong way to go that's that's my thing is she says, um, is it should I should I be comf- uncomfortable that the guy I'm seeing is doing a couple's costume with his female friend or should I just trust that it doesn't mean anything? Is it OK to ask him about it as well? To me, you're not going to win or feel great go- being accusatory like mm-hmm. that is not the problem. The problem is she feels um, un- again, she has to switch the perspective. I'm not really interested in someone who doesn't think of me to dress up with on Halloween. Like you've chosen to make a night with it, make a night of it with someone else. It doesn't, it's not about who it is because he's always, the defense will always become, we're friends since middle school. You don't think I could be friends with women? You don't think I can have a lifelong friend? It's like, that's not what it's about. He's making you feel less valued. Right. The person you're dating, if you're really dating them, I guess they haven't had that discussion. Whatever they um, are. Should be the per- should be the person that you want to like prioritize in the things you're doing. For I'm not that Halloween is such like a life milestone, but 
no, the, but it's in, as, a, as a part of your life. That should no, be your first thought. It, but this is exactly what we talked about in the beginning of this podcast. Halloween is a a V in the road, a, a, a break in the road. Do you go couple's costume with the girl I've been flirting with since middle school? Or do I take consideration of the person I've been hooking up with for a couple months to make them feel valued and, and wanted on that night? There right. it is. And it's like to just have you over while you guys play fucking mom and pop to Slim is a right. little insulting. Like it's, it's just. Feels I, like you're I, on their date. <laughs> it feels like you're on their date. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, hey, you didn't even think of me on this night. And it's like, I think if you say it that way versus you two have a thing. Like I, I don't, it makes it to you versus them. I don't think well, that helps yeah. you. Well, here's the super vulnerable way to do what you're saying is to say, hey, like, when I found out that you guys, you're doing a costume with whatever, it kind of hurt my feelings. It felt like you didn't like that. I, you know, you, you didn't really think about doing something with me. And like, we've been, we've been seeing each other for a few months and I would have really liked that. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's also like, that takes away the like dynamic of like, I can't have any friends because that's what happens in these <laughs> situations. Guys will try to preserve you. Again, everyone in this situation is trying to preserve confidence. Everyone in this situation. The, the woman, your friend that decided to do a couple's costume with a roommate, she's trying to preserve the roommate that gives her confidence. This guy is trying to keep you and down the line. He's trying to keep you by having you at the party, but also having the costume that he does a couple's costume with the other uh, with his roommate. Right. And then you are trying to preserve your costume by not asking, why haven't you two fucked? Right. Like at what time, at what, you know, no one's being vulnerable here. At Nobody. what point, at what point does this become inappropriate for you? Even if, okay, they're dating three months. <laughs> Maybe you wouldn't care three months. Let's say sure. this year, this year, just is like, oh, you're, you're going out of town. Like me and my, me and my friend are, who is he? No. A couple's costume. <laughs> Who is he? How do you know him? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would feel, I would go, well, that guy wants to fuck you. And are you comfortable? I, like, if I was the boyfriend. <laughs> are you comfortable doing that? <laughs> yeah. Are you right. comfortable leading a guy on who wants to fuck you? It's right. kind of the way I would, like, if I was the boyfriend to the woman who's doing the couple's costume, the, the other guy that she seemingly has discussed this with, like, mm -hmm. I'd be like, hey, you know that guy, your roommate is like into you, right? You, you, you don't see that? Ah, no, it's cute, whatever. Okay, so you're okay with having someone who's into you dress up together as a costume. You know what I mean? Like, I, there's a way to like, right. hey, well, I... She might I, say, like, I'm not responsible for the wants of anyone else. Exactly. That's the <laughs> shitty... Courtney yeah. Kardashian answer to that question. Um, so like, like I, every shitty answer I, I can't imagine. control who's obsessed with me. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And it, I would say, well, okay. I feel a little bit left out of your Halloween plans. Right. And if, and if that, if you're comfortable with that, that's okay. I'm comfortable with that too, but uh, we're probably gonna have to break up after Halloween. You know, like I, I, I'm going to watch you go through with it after Halloween. Cause I've already bought this costume. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta I'm get my to dollars. Out. <laughs> this peapod costume will be used. Yeah, like I, I, but I would, I would at that point, I would say you've made a decision to put my feelings in second place, and 
there. And again, the problem here and the reason this woman wrote into us is because it's Halloween. So it's really easy to be like, it's Halloween. What are you, five? Like, you know, the the liar's response lives in the world of morality and makes you crazy. Right. And tries to, like, make your claim, your feelings illegitimate, which is why it's always good to lead with feelings because, like we always say, you can't, like, argue the way someone feels. You can argue someone accusing you of doing something. Yeah. You can't argue, like, the way that the way if someone says the way what you're doing makes them feel a certain way. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And it, and I totally agree with that. And, you know, he can always say, that's my middle school friend. What? You don't like, you know, you're Miss right. Evil at that point. Well, that's the thing also at this point. It's like, oh, is, what is he going to do about this? Is he going to be like, oh, I'm not. Okay, I'll tell her I'm not doing the costume anymore. Then she kind of looks like some, like, insecure psycho. Um yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, like this kind of well, even, be happening. Even like I feel like it's gotta happen either way. Even um in that scenario, it's like I guess you don't really go back to normal at that point. Right. Oh, oh, I didn't even realize. I'll do a costume with you. I don't give a shit. Like, not giving a shit is a bad answer too. Not understanding like the Yeah, the, the dynamics of this and hey, we gotta have a talk of like if we're gonna keep hooking up. I can't really be with someone who like doesn't think right. about me. Yeah. I think the best answer is like, you know, you're right. I didn't, I didn't necessarily think of it like that, but I think you're right. And like, this is pretty insensitive of me and maybe I'll still do it. Cause it's too weird to pull out at this point. <laughs> or <laughs> I think, I mean like if I were her, as long as he said that, I'd be like, all right, fine. You know, like just finish off this, weird thing and then maybe like really keep that in mind for the future but then you'd have to see how this goes like this isn't the end of the story you know so like, you think he's got to not do the costume i would i guess the only scenario is what you're saying which is like oh i guess i didn't think of it that way um how about i guess how about you and i do a costume would be an okay right right and then he just kind of has to like go like well then she fucks it up a little bit but but (laughs) then she has to let that happen you can't be the person that gets what you want and then you're miserable right you can't be like well you're only doing it because you want no 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 i'm 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 honest mistake my bad let's do this like you have to you have to let that be sometimes you have to let someone live up to the expectation after they've disappointed you know like you have to give retribution, don't you think? Yeah. Or if you're not allowing for retribution, you should just leave the relate. Then you don't like this person. Because I think you could say like I'll let this one go, but I thought you should just know that like maybe that it made me feel like bad. And I know there's not really much you can do about it at this point, even though I guess there is. I would just not want to be the girl who like forced this seemed like she forced this guy to do this thing. I'd rather him just know it made me uncomfortable and not do it again. The only way they could do that is that then he comes as her slave and she's a dominatrix and he's like, yeah, well, this is kind of the, this is, <laughs> this is the or, only uh, option. Right. Or he's like, oh, you could be this, you could be this, this, the skeleton stepmom. <laughs> that, I mean, that's at least a funny. You're my skeleton mistress. <laughs> get you a costume too. I think, I think it's like, like if he was like, hey, 
like this has to be the opening for a conversation that she's been wanting to have. Right. I don't think there's any way to figure out where they are. Well, that's that's usually what kind of brings these, these things to life in the most natural way is when something like this happens and you can be like, Hey, you're doing something to show that I mean, not quite that much to you. I want to know how much I actually do mean to you. I mean, a lot of relationships I would assume start on Halloween for that reason. It's like <laughs> or uh, any of I those events. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're in this now. Like I I mean Here's I, an opportunity that are there's na- a naturally occurring opportunity. Yes. Not man made. A naturally occurring <laughs> opportunity where I can see how invested in this you are by by your actions as it relates to it. Yeah. And and if I were him, if I liked her, I would go, Oh shit, my bad. Um let's do something together, you and I. But I would I I would say to her she has to say why hasn't this happened this is like yeah, a, regardless after you, after you let them know hey I'm hurt that you didn't think of me or you're, I'm hurt that you're kind of like but then it's like and also this seems to keep coming up why haven't you two happened I I kind of need to know that for me yeah and, and if I, he can't accept that that's that's something he can should have to answer to I don't think he shouldn't have to answer that. I think that, that he's in, she's entitled to know that. If he's like defensive about that, then I'd get out. Yeah, then guess what? Um, it's over. It's a, right. you're, not, you're not doing Halloween together. No, you're not going trick-or-treating anymore. That's fair. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Headliners, Ulta, Fenty Beauty, Levi's, Adidas, and so much more. Seriously, the list seems endless. Rakuten is how the -the in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. Personally, I'll be shopping for beauty and apparel. You can save on everything you need for summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. You know I love to find the best deals while I'm shopping. And trust me, Rakuten is the hack to save money while shopping. Rakuten is the most rewarding way to shop and save because members can earn cash back on everything they buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category like beauty, clothing, electronics, travel, and dining. And this week only, you're going to get the best deals ever. Membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you can get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app, R-A-K-U-T-E-N, shoppers get it. There's no better feeling than spinning around in a salon chair to see your hair looking absolutely perfect. But it feels impossible to come up with that same look at home. Even the best blowout brush won't give you that salon shine. Thanks to Vegamore, sticking to my hair routine has never been easier, and I'm finally seeing the shinier, healthier-looking hair that I've always wanted. Now I love the way my hair looks and feels. It's like salon fresh hair that starts at the roots. I have the Grow Hair Serum, and I can already tell that it's working. Like, my hair feels healthier. I love that it doesn't make my hair feel oily or sticky. I feel like I'm doing something really healthy for my hair. I also got to try the lash serum and the brow serum. Honestly, my hair has been hard to grow. So I love what Vegamore is doing. And I'm already seeing results. I'm already seeing thicker, faster growing hair. Vegamore products are 100% cruelty free and are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. When it comes to seeing results, the key is consistency. For best looking results, use for a minimum of three months for visibly fuller, healthier, and thicker looking hair. When I sign up for monthly subscription, I can get one bottle or three bottles sent. Plus, I save more and I never run low on 
on the products I need to take care of my hair. Give your hair the power of a little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, you up listeners get 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash UUP and use code UUP at checkout. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP to save 20% on your first order. V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash UUP, code UUP. Let's do some awkward sex. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. I started listening to the podcast this summer and I'm obsessed. Thanks for making working from home so much more entertaining. In honor of Halloween quickly approaching, I have an awkward sex story. In December of 2018, I met a random guy at the bar. We started, we were drinking and having a blast all night and then I decided to go home with him. He's from Canada and was in town visiting a friend. So we go back to the friend's house and start hooking up in the spare bedroom. All of a sudden, this guy whips out his Halloween costume from over a month prior. His costume was the greatest showman. Very 2018. <laughs> wow. This is like a, this is a time capsule. No clue why he has, uh, was traveling with his Halloween costume in December, but he put the top hat and cape on me fully naked. I've never role played before, and I was just so caught off guard. <laughs> he dressing her up? I was so <laughs> caught off guard and couldn't stop laughing. He, we were wasted. Anyways, we finished hooking up, and I got an Uber home the next morning and never saw or heard from the guy again. Is spontaneous role-playing with a stranger a thing? Side note, the next year on Halloween 2019, coincidentally, my new boyfriend at the time and I dressed up as circus ringmasters, and we both wore top hats. We did look pretty good. Pretty good. I guess I got a weird fetish now, LOL. Thanks so much for all you do. On top in a top hat. Imagine wow. finding out that the uh, couple's costume that your girlfriend picked out was inspired <laughs> by a sexual experience she had two years ago. <laughs> uh, so I got a great story to go with this one. <laughs> I was top- having sex with this guy who was not you. Yeah. <laughs> top hat is, is, is quite a fetish that like sneaks up on you. <laughs> like just Top like, hat, yeah. Yeah, just like, oh, I, I just have always wanted someone to look like Mr. Peanut. oh mr peanut gets me going inspired would you be okay with this the like kind of like the the i'm okay with it all surprise i'm okay with it all i think it's all fun and games for sure i'm okay i think anything costume related is kind of fun especially because like it almost seems to be the most pg of like the of the sexual yeah things that someone could want yeah, you know plus I mean? the, the <laughs> only problem with the costume is this. Like, I think every costume should be you generated. The okay, it, like I like that he had the costume waiting. It wasn't like, hey, you gotta go, you gotta go out to this magic shop and buy a cape. Like, it wasn't like that. Like, he had the top hat, the cape. He's like, throw this shit on, Ringling Brothers. Let's fuck. You know, like he's in the moment. Yeah, it's in the moment. Like, I love that about it. Like. Like that, sure. that costume was just in a closet full of other costumes. Like that's kind of how you want these things to work out. You don't want to look because with all these things, if you have a thing like this guy like brought, I guess, across the border, a little his own costume, you know, suitcase to make sure that he's like, if I'm fucking, I got to have my top hat. You know, That's a good one night stand situation, I think. Right? Hey, throw yeah. on this top hat. You know what gets me off? 
when you look like the Monopoly guy. Right. It'd be weirder <laughs> if like your date was like at pre asking you, you know, I'm at the store. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you need me to pick up anything? Almond milk, a top hat, a cane, a monocle. It's got to be like also the fun part of Halloween while we're on the topic is you're kind of like having sex with someone else. Absolutely. This is the dream. The wigs, the masks, the the short shorts dressing outside of the regular thing. This is why Halloween's hot and sexy. This is why the guy you hooked up with isn't calling you this week. He wants some weird. This is what's going Maybe on. Maybe he'll still call. Maybe he'll call. <laughs> Maybe you're the one that's going to get weird with him. This could all happen. What about the guy who texts you what you're doing for Halloween like the day of? He's down to what fucking. Do that That guy's penis is throbbing for some, some <laughs> hooking up. That guy. Because <laughs> I always wonder because it's like, oh, like he didn't really ask what I was doing. But then when he did ask, it was like a little too close to the actual event that it makes me think that, you know what I mean? Like, I remember well, feeling like that around like New Year's or any of those holidays. Well, it's like COVID. You got, when COVID started, all these people from your past started popping back up. People want to hook up on Halloween. So they go to the Rolodex of people who have previously said yes to their naked body. And they go to places where they can preserve their confidence. You're, if you get a no from you, it's... Well, Jordana has a boyfriend now, and we already did that. She, you've already said yes in the past, so you kind of preserve your ego. So right. it's like, it, it, so it's like, if you get a no from someone that you've previously hooked up with, it just doesn't hurt as much. And, I see that, and you preserve the adventure of that night. So, last minute invitation, not that into you, but down to hook up. Yes, absolutely, but down to absolutely. have a guaranteed hook up. Get down to get down to have an option later that night. P, a lot of people are just collecting options earlier that week or earlier that day. Right. They, they're not committing. I mean, they wouldn't commit to like hanging out with you for a date. What do you think they're going to commit to like their Halloween? It's just a loose commitment. Fair. What would you call this one? I don't know. What do you think? Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey's sexual sp- sex. <laughs> like, okay. I just like the, the length of <laughs> Well, that's the... So the full, just the full name of the circus? The, yeah, the Hugh Jackman. Should we do another email? Yeah, let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. UUP at Betches.com. Hit it. Hey, J&J. Absolutely love the podcast. Y'all crush it every week, and I've been loving the extra episodes put out for the Sunday specials. Thank you. I can't remember if you've covered this before or not, but I figured I couldn't be the only one in the same situation. I went through a breakup about 15 months ago after knowing each other for five years. We started as friends and have been dating for three years when we both decided to move to Dallas for our careers. I moved first, then a few weekends later, he followed. After spending the day helping him move his things into his apartment, he broke up with me. Also happened to be the day before my birthday. I mean, I know we say there's no no good time. That is kind of not nice. I mean, a lot of this isn't nice. Uh, right. 15 months ago okay yeah five years start- but she's using a lot of right now she's doing the thing where she's like trying to get us on her side to make him evil which she's I understand doing good, she's, doing she's doing a good, doing job. A good job yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was incredible it was incredibly difficult for me in the beginning because I was completely blindsided by the whole thing and felt very lost trying to navigate my new life Something that I felt very strongly about was that I didn't want to go on dates or date around until I was fully over my ex. 
Fast forward to today. And while I feel like I've made so much progress, I still am not completely over it. I can't bring myself to want to date anyone again and have my heart broken like that again. My fear is that I'm waiting to be over it, but that I won't ever get there and I'm missing out on dating other people now. I also don't want to be unfair to someone when I know I'm not emotionally available. What are your thoughts on this? Do you ever truly get over an ex? Sincerely, Dumped in Dallas. Yeah, I. this is a tough one. I feel bad for her. This sucks. You move to Dallas. Mm-hmm. You break up within days of moving him in. Um, right. It seems like a, it would have been so much easier if he just didn't move there. Well, he <laughs> they, they both move for work. And so I do understand where it's like, I understand why he ended it. Like, again, just based on the facts of this email, it's like new town, you know, new job. There was a reason for me to move. Um, now, if I don't do it now, we're now together. We're we're in the new Dallas life together. So, like, right. again, like, when does he do it? I guess. Which would have been great if they were if he was really into her. And they would have been like, yeah, we're and, in and I, together. Sure. And then he, apparently he wasn't into it. Um, what do you like? I guess her question, but she wants to be fully over my ex. But I to me, a lot of her email has to do with like, she's not over the jarring effect of this huge breakup. Right. I think that's what she's saying more than not being over the ex. It seems like she's not over the breakup. And I can, I mean, like, here's the thing. I don't think you need to be fully, fully over something to move on. There's things that happen that are very significant in your life, and it doesn't mean they have to mean nothing to you in order to move on. Like, imagine you were seeing someone that died, right? Mm. You wouldn't be like, well, I'm totally over that, so I'm going to date again. You'd kind of be like, well, that was a significant thing that happened in my life. It was causing me a lot of pain. I was really sad. Mm. Um, And, like, I I can honor that while still kind of trying to move on and meet new people. But you can believe that it doesn't have to be like the saint that died. It could be, hey, I was in relationships that weren't the right one, but I learned about myself right. and I am they were meaningful. T- they were meaningful. Yeah. I am who I am today because of the things I learned. Like I I I like I don't think you have to hate an ex. Like I think like to me it sounds like she hates this guy for what he's done to her. Because of the story that she told. This is a story she's told a million times. There's no question. For sure. And I can relate to that. It's kind of like almost like sometimes it almost feels and this sounds weird, but sometimes it almost feels good to like to like let yourself like wallow in that pain of like someone Mm. having hurt you. It feels feels a little good to be like this feels I practiced this for a while. It feels really comfortable to like kind of demonize this person and like feel shitty about like what happened to me. And that feels, it doesn't necessarily feel good. It feels comfortable. And it's not your fault. It is someone else's fault. There's nothing you could do. There was no choice in the matter. They did this to me. And like, so there's no like, maybe if I had done that, you know, it's just, I got fucked. Right. And I mean, I, you guys have heard me talk about, uh, the listeners and you have heard me talk about a similar situation that I was in where I kind of felt like very wronged by this person who would mm. sometimes come back and sometimes do these things. And I would like, when he was gone, I would demonize him. And I think that that part of it was the part that made it most difficult to, ho- to hold on to because I was like, here's this thing which has no explanation, which I don't understand. And like, uh, until I understand it, I like won't be able to fully like leave this person in the past. And I think part of me did that for a while 
which is why mm-hmm. it took me so long to like meet someone. When I think like you don't have to be a hundred percent ready or like feel like that thing is like totally completely out of your life or not feel anything towards it at all before you start dating again. I think that like that idea of like full intensive closure is like not a real thing. Yeah. I, I also think this full closure, you're never going to get that. You're right. There's there's just never going to happen. But also she, she's not help helpless in this process. Like, she kind of is like, um, fast forward today, and while I feel like I've made so much progress, I'm not over it. I can't bring myself to date anyone and have my heart broken like that again. Okay, what did you learn from this relationship? Whether right. you whether you were broken up with or wronged, like we can't fix that. You can't fix that. You can't go back. But did you learn anything? Were there points where you would have spoken up more or you would have done or not answered the text or, you know, I'm not saying I don't want to like blame. I don't want to do a victim blame because I do believe her that she was wronged and and feels wronged. But I'm saying like, there are things to learn from every situation, whether you're the victim or not. No, I totally agree. Um, And I think, you know, in, in getting my own closure from those situations, a big part of it was less like, why did this person do the like I think a lot of the times we're trying to search like why did this person do this to me like why are they why did they do this I don't understand why they would like hurt me like this when really the question is like why did I not leave sooner almost I mean I don't know if that's the situation for here it's like where why did why did I let why did I move on why did I let it happen too and, and, and am I fucked up for letting it happen you know you get into blaming yourself I don't think it's about blame. I think it's about like, like like you said, like not about like blaming yourself, but more like learning from that situation. Like how did what I, the way I, the way I treated this situation or or the things that I did or the things that I didn't do or didn't ask for, didn't speak up for, how did that and made it go on maybe even longer than it should have. Yeah. And maybe I won't do that the next time. Maybe I'll be like, also you've developed taste. That's called taste. Like Mm -hmm. I, Oh, I didn't, I liked the things this guy did a, B and C. I hated you know, D E F. Okay. So that's things to take to the next one. I do think part of this is also that she's in a new city and so is he. And there's this like thought of this, like, you know, him coming down the street, you know, leading a parade with his new woman, like, and then she has to witness it and she's under a rain cloud and she's the sad sack and he's the one parting it up in Dallas. Like I, I, I think like we talked last week about like a city changing doesn't help you change things. But sometimes like she says they move there for their careers. Sometimes it's like, hey, um, maybe this move for my career, there's a better move somewhere else that kind of like takes away this haunted city from me. You know, Do you think she should leave town, <laughs> leave, <laughs> leave town and never be heard from again. No, I. I maybe like I again like it's not her city she doesn't have a lot of support there I'm not saying run away from your problems Mm -hmm. but I'm saying like there's this thing it seems like she hasn't even really tried to date here though I mean it's like not the biggest city but it is a relatively large city I would start with that first because she seems like she's like I'm not even I haven't even felt like I've been ready to date because I'm so like I'm so like stuck on this guy or like, or that being fully over this guy before I move on to someone else. I think that like 
the best thing to do is for you to date and to see that there are other people out there who might be better matches for you in different ways than this guy. Not necessarily yeah. that you're trying to like immediately move into a different conversation, different relationship. But if you are going out there and you're going on dates, you could be like, oh, this guy had this thing, which I've always wanted my ex to do, but he never did. Mm. Or this guy, you know, was like, just made me feel really good for the night. Like, and kind of like took you out of that, like slump of like, sometimes I think when you, when you have a breakup, you're like, I'm never going to meet anyone again. I'm never going to meet anyone great again. And you kind of like put them yeah. on a pedestal of like, no one's going to be as good as this person. And the more people you go out with and you date, the more you're like, Oh, like I now have like, I now, I now know by action, not just by like the rational thought process that there are a lot of other people out there that would be good matches for me that I can have fun with, even if they don't wind up being like the next relationship. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. She has to get back out there. I mean, she she says, I don't want to have my heart broken like that again. But like, that's kind of you have that's to life. be. That's life. Like, it's going to you're going to have disappointments again. Like, this ain't going to be the only one. It's like kind of how how do you come back from it? Like, I don't know. Right. I, I It's tough for me to like this is like the equivalent of like get some better sleep and go outside and you know, uh, take a walk. Like I, I right. like I wish there was a better answer, but like I think maybe, you know, seeking therapy, maybe speaking to a professional that can give her the tools to work through these things and not, you know, and and maybe that's part of the process. Definitely. Like, like I I think I think like a, a big part of it is understanding that you're not this helpless thing. Right. Like her email is very helpless to me, and I don't mean that as a to be mean, but when she says, I, I mean, I, I said in the beginning, she was building us up to hate this other person. She's mm -hmm. built up this story. It's I, I'm not saying it's not a true story, but I'm saying she's left out the three years of them together where the relationship wasn't that great, maybe, or he gave signals that he wasn't a great boyfriend, or they moved because you know, this was the easy thing to do or they, you know what I mean? Like we didn't get, we only got the ending. There was. Right. And I think perspective really changes, will change the way that she sees meeting new people too, because right now the story that she's telling herself is I'm kind of like this broken bird mm. that was like hurt and harmed. And like, I'm a little bit power. I'm like kind of powerless. And I was left in this terrible situation when like you could change the story of like, you you dated this guy you were like you had a you had a good experience with him he broke up with you in a way that wasn't like really the best it wasn't like it kind of like left you a little uh with a little like trauma after sure. but you got through it and now you're like looking for someone who's like a lot more communicative and like um a lot more clear in the way that they uh in the way that they show their feelings for you so you wouldn't be so bl I won't be so blindsided if, if someone's not feeling the same way as me for so long Totally. And I won't just stay with someone that's just okay with being and whatever it is when it's already run its course. And also you, you can go, and that's the reason I'm in this fucking awesome city of Dallas. Like, man, life works in a weird way, but life brought me here. And I'm, I, I, if anything, I was in the small nothing town and now I'm in like a metropolitan city where it's a lot of fun and I'm meeting new people because of this relationship and the heartbreak. Right. I think it's, it's totally about like the story that you tell yourself. And if you paint yourself as a victim who can't move on, like that's kind of be, going to be like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. And if you paint yourself as like, I'm ready, I'm here. Um, I didn't necessarily expect I'd be here at this point, but um, here I am. I'm going to, I'm, I'm excited to meet new people. I have a whole city of people that I haven't met yet that are totally different from anyone that I grew up with or was dating in the past. 
I would also say to her, make friends before you try to date or like, like I would be concentrating on making friends as much as I would be concentrating on dating. Definitely. I, I think, I think seeing friendships grow and having like the filling nature of a friendship, especially when you're in a new city, it can kind of like, it's almost like wearing down the path in the in, in in the in nature to show you the way towards fulfilling relationships like i do believe in friendships are like digging into friendships finding people to hang out with having fulfilling relationships with people it, it can in it, it informs how you are as a dater and how you want to feel around people totally and as it relates to dating i mean you get to tap into all of those people's complete network of other people that they know too yeah and i wouldn't want to and i'll also if my opening line to pe if someone's opening line to me was yeah i'm here because my boyfriend of three years dumped me the minute she he got here i'd be like oh get me away from this person i don't want to fucking hang with sad sarah you know right and i i mean i'm totally in her i think i've it's like sometimes it's like if it's like soothing to dwell in like the pain of the past because it makes you like feel something really intense totally um but it's not good to stay there for too long. It's good to just keep moving forward and to think about like, I mean, I assume you seem like young, energetic, you have a new job, new, like there's so much going on here that if you focus on like the stuff, the exciting stuff that's ahead, you're going to be in a lot better position than if you're kind of dwelling on the, the who's wrong to you and why. You're in Dallas, baby. Put on that cowboy hat and boots and start dancing, baby. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. Get fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And you always have the option to buy what you love, for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code UUP20. 
Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's newly with two U's, and enter the code UUP20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's, with code UUP20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. At Orbit, they know that from bad breath to bad behavior, like ghosting, dating can get dirty. Whether it's masked up in person or dating from home in this new normal, people are finding new and creative ways to stay connected when it comes to dating. Either way, Orbit wants you to keep it clean. Because a clean mouth and fresh smile is all you really need to shine in the dirty world of modern dating. Nothing breaks your confidence more than trying to navigate the world of modern dating. When faced with the dirtiness in dating, it's hard to know how to confidently respond. Someone needs to clean it up. In this period of a worldwide pandemic, the way people are interacting with each other has changed. And this puts more pressure on both the online and offline dating dynamic. Keep It Clean allows Orbit to live wherever dating does, whether that's online, offline, or in between. Okay, Jordana, let's do a red flag deal breaker about keeping dating clean. Are you ready? I'm ready. You're dating a guy, and you guys go out for dinner, and then he's actually chewing Orbit gum. He takes out the piece from his mouth before dinner, sets it aside on a little side plate, you eat dinner, and then he eats the old gum again after dinner's over. Red flag. It's on a deal- side plate? So he puts it on like the little saucer plate, <laughs> and like you guys have a full dinner, and you say to him like, hey, what are you doing with the gum? And he's like, like nah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm. use this afterwards. Are you in or out? I'd be like, why don't you just, I think I would try to like make him feel a little bad about it. I'd be like, um, <laughs> You know, I, why don't you just get a new piece of gum? Like, I don't, I don't know. Don't you have any more? Like, I I would say, don't you have any more gum or? Yeah, I think I'd have to be like, if they were like very defensive of this thing, they might be a deal breaker. So if they were like, no, I'm I'm, I'm just like, I kind of do one gum a night. It's, you know, expensive or like whatever. You can't take that person anywhere. They don't have any concern about how they're seen like in a restaurant. Yeah, and there's something about the gum just being out for, like, allergens to right. just, like, spread onto. Especially in this COVID world. In these COVID times. In the, yeah, maybe these before this. He could, yeah, maybe before he could put his gum on the side. Like, what if the waitress comes or waiter comes and they're like, ah, can I take this away? And he's like, no, 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 no. I, I got to. This is my gum for afterwards. Uh, yeah. No, I think I'd be out. What about you? I think I'm out just for the idea that they're not like, yeah, I, I, like the, uh, this is like a hoarder mentality. Like, don't you have more gum? Like Orbit comes with, um, you know, I got a pack right in front of me. It's also easy to put in your pocket, but like. They're individually wrapped. There's no excuse yeah, for this. Yeah, there's, there's really no excuse for this. Like I, I would be more upset at the cheapness of it than the grossness. Right, so that's I, what I'm I, saying. Be, just get another piece. Yeah, just like. And this isn't, you know, you're not in Willy Wonka. We can get rid of this gum and get you more. So, Agreed. All right. We agree. That's a deal breaker. Orbit is helping you clean up dirty dating. To find out more information on how to keep it clean, follow at Orbit Gum on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And to find out more about Orbit Gum, go to OrbitGum.com. Let's play some games. You ready? Let's do it. UUP at Betches.com. Hit it. 
Red flag or deal breaker. You hook up and he gets COVID symptoms on a Friday. Super sick all weekend. Doesn't tell you till Tuesday. I, I started getting sick on Monday. Side note, you've been out all weekend around family or friends, including a pregnant friend. My pregnant friend, family, and two other friends now have COVID, and I can't help but feel awful slash hate this guy for passing it along. Uh, I, I, it's a deal breaker. Um, but also, again, like, <laughs> this is a hard one. Do you think one. he should have told her immediately, like, when he felt the slightest bit ill? You hook up, he gets COVID symptoms on Friday, super sick all weekend, doesn't say. I, I, again. Well, when did he get the positive test? Yeah, you should tell people that, I would assume you tell people the minute you get the positive test. Um, but also, you hooked up with him. That was going to be what I was going to say, is like, like, we all have to take a little bit of personal responsibility. Like, I get that she feels shitty, and, she's, and for all the people that she's infected, and she's trying sure. to blame it on someone. But she also went and hooked up with this person that she doesn't know that well. She's doing the, yeah, she's doing the version of rationalizations that we all are doing right now to make us not, us good, someone else evil. So, like, I'm not taking his side. I'm not, but I'm saying you're both just okay. Like, for you to go, and he got, like, I, listen, got my pregnant friend and my two other friends and my family. You know, it's like, you also, you know, two to tango. You know, like I so like I'm not saying you should date this guy again because it sounds like he's just trying to get fucked and doesn't really give a shit about the consequences of those things. But you also don't give a shit about those consequences as well. A little bit. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like if you were truly like Miss Safety, you probably wouldn't have hooked up with him in the first place, at least without finding out if he had been quarantined for two weeks before that and not seeing anyone else like. Yeah, there is. There's not like one. There's a lot of people here. That led to all these people getting infected. Yeah, like it, it doesn't tell you till Tuesday. So what? If he told you on Monday, then you would be sitting there going, "We both fucked." I'm sorry. Like, right? What? What's? I mean, the obviously, writing? you want someone to tell you as soon as they feel like they might have something. Yeah. But if he wasn't sure and he couldn't get tested, I can maybe sort of rationalize a world in which he'd be like, "I probably don't have it, and I'm, I'm, I'm it's all in my head." And then you know he gets it, and yeah, I don't. I think we're both not absolving him, but also not. This isn't a hero that wrote in. Right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. you are not a frontline worker for having written this email. <laughs> I agree. So I, I, I don't want to, it'd be a deal breaker for both of these people for me. Yeah, <laughs> we're both, we're out on both of you. <laughs> Hi, J&J. New listener here. I've thoroughly enjoyed every episode thus far. I have an interesting date story for you. I met this guy through some mutual friends. After a couple of months of getting to know each other through group activities, I agreed to go on a date with him. We live approximately 45 minutes away from each other, and I agreed to meet him at his house to then proceed to go out for dinner. Upon arriving, he told me that he would drive us to dinner upon getting into the car, which was parked very strangely. He told me his car does not go in reverse. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's like a side part of the story. Yeah. Uber time. um, after (laughs) After we finally got out of the parking stall... He asked where I wanted to go for dinner. Uh, Before I had the chance to even consider where I wanted to go or the fact that he did not have a plan, he whips out two coupons and tells me there are only two options because these are the only places he currently has coupons for. Am I crazy to think this entire scenario is not okay? Is it worth attending another date? (laughs) Another date? Oh, my God. Get away from this dude. (laughs) Right? Yeah, she wrote sincerely, woman unworthy of a full price dinner. Um, <laughs> that's that's her biggest issue. It's so funny because, like, I feel like 
you could be like so thinking about our last emailer like you could be so geared up and ready to date again and then Mm. if this was like your first date like out in the dating world you'd be like never doing this again yeah god (laughs) hates me oh the dating oh dallas was a mistake yeah is this what it's like yeah Yeah. um this is the kind of thing that would like make me take a dating break (laughs) yeah well again this was this guy was like he was almost a haunted house of shitty dating things he's like you (laughs) know he was he's like come on he's like meet me 45 minutes away and then he's like "Ah, i can't get the car out and then it's like i got coupons and you know like only those two places this is to women what i imagine like dates with claire are to men Claire, like, and then she you, made me talk about my like the worst I mean, things that happened in my childhood and that, why I, I have all the things I love about her. <laughs> that date with Claire, uh, the Jason date from last night. This is now two weeks ago. I would have gotten up, and here's a dress from my last serious boyfriend. Like what? Like the, that's what I'm saying. That would be yeah. like the male bird. Like that's if if you went on a date with a girl and she started doing that, that would be, imagine. To me, that would be like going on this date with this guy who's yeah. like, I have no plan. My car doesn't go in reverse. Pick which coupon you want to go to. And like, you can go, go to Chuck E. Cheese or Buffalo Wild Wings. I got <laughs> deals on both, baby. Your choice. Yeah. Coupon in general. Um, I think I'd be out. First date. I'm out at 45 minutes. Come meet me at my place. Like, I, I, I think that's I think again. You are taking a leap of faith when you're dating anyone that's long, that's further than 20 minutes away. So anyone further than 20 minutes away should make it 10 for each side. Um, in my opinion, hey, let's meet in the middle. If they're not looking to do that, they're looking to lure you to their home. Um, and yeah, I wouldn't go on a first date in someone else's car either. 45 no, minutes away. this whole the yeah this whole thing. I mean, they met through mutual friends after a couple of months of getting to know each other okay. through group activities. That's fine, but like if you knew each other through group activities, there's a point where you go, "Oh, you live there, I live here. Let's meet in this fun town in the middle and do drinks." I mean, when someone's like, "Yeah, do the full 45 to me because this is where my bed is," it's like, "Yeah, dude." Right. Well, he can't get 20 minutes away because his car doesn't go in reverse. So he can only go straight. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Your car's well, in the she, wrong direction. <laughs> she would have. Well, th- this is like proof for why you ask. You be. You should be a little bit difficult to date. You can't be so easy to date. Oh, 45 minutes away, I'll be at your house. It's like because then you're gonna get all these things. Like, like if she had just said, "Hey, why don't you meet me in the middle?" and he would be like, "Well, my car doesn't go on highways." Because I can't go <laughs> she, in reverse. It's not street legal. Yeah. It's like, oh, I shouldn't she'd go And she saved the hour and a half trip, round trip to go see this loser. Absolutely. <laughs> the, the deal breaks. <laughs> Fix your car, dude, and we'll change our opinion. <laughs> Let's do one more. All right. J&J, friend of mine has a brother whose girlfriend quarantined with his family for a few months during COVID. They're mid-20s. During this time, she started coloring in a coloring book, tearing out her artwork to hang on the fridge. I've attached a photo of the neon marker masterpieces so you can appreciate this visual in all its glory. Note that she has signs and dates. Uh, she has sign- she signs and dates each one. I had to send this in as a red flag or deal breaker as my friend group was dying that she on her own began to hang these on the family fridge and we figured you guys should get a laugh out of it too. Uh, thanks for keeping all our spirits up. I mean, are we going to post this on the Instagram? We should post this, right? We should. If you're this person, remember that um, we're make, we're not saying your name. We're making fun of you as a joke, but we have I to mean, share it. We have to share. I mean, this is unbelievable. These 
this is. It's like from an actual coloring book. Well, there's such a thing as adult coloring books, which, you know, started in Brooklyn and then went to every other annoying part of town in the country. And I thought when you did an adult coloring book, you like kept it to yourself. It was like something to relax with. Like I thought it was something like yeah. take your mind off of stuff. This person like is therapeutic. Legit- I don't think that, yeah, this person is, might be the most millennial I've ever met of all the millennials. They're like, here, put it on the fridge and everyone tell me how good it looks. Right. She's putting it on the person she's dating's fridge. Yeah. It's, that's this is, crazy. This is wild. So this is Jess. So Jess goes to your parents' house. Your mom gets her the almond milk. <laughs> she brings her coloring book along. She's coloring. Yeah. She, on her own accord, Rips out the coloring book pages and puts them on your fridge in your house. I mean, I can't imagine my mom in that scenario. Like, I, my mom would be like, what are they? Get these off. Who's putting these here? <laughs> like, it would be, like, so many loud questions, like, that I could, like, oh, what? She, she draws? Where do you put these? Oh, these are nice. Do we keep very them in, Very entitled. It's a little <laughs> entitled. It's very millennial. Like, this is the reason people hate millennials is, like, I need my A, you know, like. Well, it's funny. I left, I put my Netflix account on at my mom's house. Mm. Um, and my mom's husband, I guess my stepdad, mm. <laughs> made his own account. Oh, I get back to my house and I put it on. And it's like, it's like Jordana, Mike, Ken. <laughs> he did his own. <laughs> did you go to check what Ken's watching? Um, I didn't, but it was funny. He made his own avatar. I'm like, that's pretty pretty ballsy for only being married for my mom a couple of years. Yeah. You're really inserting yourself in my family. Putting (laughs) his feet on the couch, just making himself at home. I don't know. Let's say Mike did this. I mean, let me just say she did a great job. She colored in the lines. It's it's very colorful. Um, She didn't do as good a job ripping the pages out of the book. I mean. I think if he asked, it would be okay. What do you even say as the parent? Like, good, good for you. Like, how do you he, even? I think as the parent, you say yes, and then you just talk shit about them behind their back. Yeah, I, I mean, I would, there's no stopping me in the shit talking that I would, I would be like, is this person okay? Like, like why <laughs> does, the validation you need from putting it up on the fridge, that, it's not doing it. I don't mind it. A dull coloring book, that's what makes you feel better. Fine. I get it. I that's get it. normal. I get it. No. Putting it on the fridge is that moment where you go, why did you need us? To, like, it, it, it's even different for her to go, did you see? Hey, look it. That's fine. It's the hanging it up. The entitlement. Yeah. The entitlement of the hanging it up would yeah. be the thing for me where I'd be like, if I'm the parent, I'm like, this girl's going to be like asking the, for a lot of, of I, our son. If I'm this person, it's a woman writing in, it's her brother's girlfriend it's her friend's it's her her friend's brother's girlfriend if i'm the friend i start coloring my own things but do it badly and then put them next to them just like don't do it as well like this person obviously like did a good job do a bad job and then just put it up next to it it's like hey we all do it Right. You know, I'm the main that bitch per- in this house. Yeah, yeah, and it's like she'll hate it because the other person will hate it. The girlfriend will hate it because she'll be like, "Well, you know, these are for the good paintings." It's like, yeah, they're all good. They're all fine. And right. it's like, well, I think annoy. this this leads to a bigger question of like, when when can you kind of feel a sense of entitlement 
in someone else's family? Like, when are you well, taking off your shoes, kicking off your shoes and opening the fridge at your leisure with someone else in someone else's house? This, uh, when are you putting your paintings up on their fridge? Never. When you have a kid and the kid <laughs> does it. You know, like I, you know, there's a difference between, hey, great to see you, big hug and kiss, um, well, open up the fridge, pull out a pop, then there is. Are you hey, doing that in Jess's house? Um, I'm not that way. I wouldn't do that. No. You're not there I, yet. Okay. I wouldn't walk in and be like, what's up, dudes? And then just like <laughs> pull out a soda. Like, I'm sure that they would be very much okay with me. Like, I went and stayed at um a good friend of Jess's place over the summer for a weekend. And they could not have been nicer and better hosts and like the nicest people on earth. And there's a difference between being a nice person and a good host. They were both. And, but I, the whole time, like Jess at one point was like, you're being so polite. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in someone else's home. It's one step forward, three steps back. Cause all I can hear in my head is my mom being like, like yelling at me for doing things. Like I, right. I, when I'm at well, someone else's parenting. house, well, when I'm when I'm at someone's house's house, I hear my mom talking shit about someone being in her house. So, like, if I flush the toilet and like, like if I leave the lights on, who leaves the light on in someone else's house? Like, I would hear that. So, like, I'm triple checking on lights. Like, that's if a good I, way to be. What, the, would, the, the, what would your nagging mom say if she saw you doing this? If she saw someone else doing it, right? You know, like, like, like she would say to me, like. Who just leaves the toilet like that? And now I'm cleaning toilets like the janitor janitor in someone else's house. Like I'm <laughs> I'm scrubbing toilets after That's I take a dump. That's a good way to get invited back. Well, yeah. So, but we had a great time. But I'm saying, like, it was funny that Jess was like, I was like, noticed that I was being above and beyond because I have that voice in my head. That's so funny. What's that? <laughs> Jess is like, you don't behave like that in our home. Yeah, no, I don't. That's not how we do things here. No, not while I'm paying for this hope. <laughs> or while we pay. We pay for this hope. <laughs> Jess is angry. Okay. Well, that's our show. No, don't we end it. it. We're going to be in a fight now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> don't worry. We got bonus episodes coming up. Yeah, bonus episode. Well, this was great. We solved dating again. Thank you, Jordana. This was awesome. As always. We'll see you next week. Boom. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Dana Samuel. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at Pod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton only on Netflix, May 16th. Batches.